You're listening to The Active Lifestyle Marketer, brought to you by Tiger Creative, the creative agency for active lifestyle brands. Find out more at tigercreative.com. Welcome to The Active Lifestyle Marketer, a podcast dedicated to bringing industry experience and insight into marketing and active lifestyle brands. Whether you're a travel and leisure, fitness and sport, or a health and nutrition brand, if you want insight into the strategies, struggles, challenges, and successes of other active lifestyle brand executives, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Active Lifestyle Marketer. Today on the show, we have Steve Hemphill, Director of Marketing and Sales at Sierra Tahoe Resort. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. It's, uh, it's good to get back on the line with you. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about Sierra at Tahoe. What's the company backstory? Maybe give us a little history behind uh, the resort, um, where it's come from, where it's going. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually a very exciting year for us. It's our um, 70th anniversary from um, when Floyd and Ray Barrett, they were two brothers that had a what at the time, you know, you think there's this huge business story behind a ski resort, but um, Floyd and Ray, along with uh, another gentleman who ended up running the resort for a really long time, who I'll mention here in a second, but they uh, had this crazy idea that um, why is there not a ski resort where it snows the most in Lake Tahoe? And <laughs> where it snowed the most in Lake Tahoe was Echo Summit. So um, they decided to put a ski resort right on Echo Summit, and that's uh, currently where the resort is. Um, about a, a decade later, Vern Sprock took over, um, and Vern Sprock really ran it from the 50s all the way to the early 1990s, and um, he was quite a character. He lived uh, the current offices that we have, um, or where his old house was, so he lived right above the ski school and um he did a lot of the building a lot of the maintenance just by himself and um it was very wild west back in the day and but he really he embodied everything that the ski industry is all about in the snow sports industry and you know fun was on the the top of his list at all times and you know i think this was before insurance and risk management <laughs> some of some of the stuff he did was pretty like i said cavalier and it was incredible though he's incredible he's no longer with us but definitely set up the resort for insane success and um in 1993 he actually sold to fireboard which was a kind of a large resort corporate corporation and and only three years after that um it was bought by booth creek um we're still managed today by booth creek ski resorts um it used to be a bunch of ski holdings um anyone that's familiar with the northern california market um we used to be partnered with north star and hmm. then um booth creek actually sold off north star to Vale resorts right and you know we it's been it's a very intriguing place sierra right now because we're surrounded by kind of this just the corporate entities on all sides of us whether it be Vale resorts or ksl and squaw and alpine um it's a it's a unique market that's for sure and um, not only what's going on here around the lake, but the industry as a whole. So Sierra is still that very raw, authentic um, feel. Something that you know you don't see a lot of anymore is uh, ski resorts without uh, a bed base or lodging. Right. Um, we are one of those. We're we're 12 miles south of Lake of South Lake Tahoe. 
Um, but yeah, we don't have any lodging. Um, the closest lodge is a area called it's Strawberry Lodge, and I think they have about thirteen rooms. <laughs> so, oh wow, um, it, yeah. It, but you know, the bed base in South Lake itself is huge. Um, so that's definitely one of our big markets. But we, we're a true day destination. Um, we're only nine, we're less than ninety miles from Sacramento. Um, and then if you include the Bay Area, which is obviously a bit further, it's a really large market of, you know, over almost over 6 million people to draw from. So we really pride ourselves on owning kind of that day destination guest. Interesting. So it's, yeah, it's a, you know, again, it's a unique resort in a unique situation, um, but really set up nicely. And the best part about being this year, we are extremely comfortable in our own skin. Um, we know where we are. We know our kind of place in the market and um, really just make sure that we can provide people an opportunity to come up and slide around on snow. And um, yeah, not to mention we, we, we are home to three Olympic gold medalists. So it's not like we're a mom and pop resort, not, you know, producing any, anything out of it. We uh, yeah, have three Olympic gold medalists who call Sierra Tahoe home, two of them born and raised literally pretty much on the mountain. So a lot of cool stories, a lot of character to the resort that make it a special experience for anyone who comes to visit. That's awesome. So, so being surrounded by Vail and KSL Resorts, is there is there pressure to sell to some of those bigger, like conglomerate type organizations, or are you guys? You said you you mentioned that you're really comfortable in your skin. Is that are you guys happy where you're at, or is is that always a pressure to kind of try to be like them? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I think it kind of it would say that it is we are comfortable in our own skin and meaning, you know, the veils and the, the squaws are really going after that destination guest. They're looking for someone to come out here for a week with a family of four. Uh, we're looking to capitalize maybe on a day of that week. And we're also not trying to pickpocket per se, but we want them, the concierge, the ski shop employee to say, hey, and have you tried Sierra? Because we truly pride ourselves on being the locals mountain. Uh, and I think that shows whether it be in our ter- award winning terrain parks or, again, the Olympic athletes that we have. We definitely are the place where the locals like to ride. So when we get those destination visitors that, uh, that Vail and the squaws get and do such a great job at getting to the lake, it's a great opportunity again for us. Just kind of invite them into a special experience, something like they may not experience um, in these other resorts. And it's a really cool opportunity to be in that position because it gives you this flexibility as well to kind of adjust on the fly. You know, you, my chain of command is I go straight to the GM of the mountain, and if it makes sense, we we go for it. You know, there's not a huge uh, procedure to get something passed or, you know, uh, if it's within the budget and within the means of the resort, we definitely are always open to new ideas and want to stay on the cutting edge of stuff and have fun while we're doing it. That's awesome. So that transitions well into our next, next question. What's your, what's your role within the company and, and maybe share, share your day to day responsibilities. Yeah. As you mentioned, you know, I'm director of marketing and sales, uh, I've been dubbed since I got back here and I kind of, I left Sierra. I was there for three years and, um, as a PR and communication manager, I left to go to Seattle, Washington and 
work for K2, the K2 brand skis, snowboards. Um, and it, I went there to be the digital manager, but got a phone call to come back. And, uh, as I've come back, I've been dubbed the brand champion. <laughs> so really, re- I like to call it brand cop, but I think the boss likes brand champion a little better, but yeah, you know, the day to day is really just trying to get the resort. It, it's back in fully on board with the same look, the same feel, and just have this consistency from our marketing collateral to our sales messaging all the way to their first touch point when they get there to the resort. So um, really making sure whether that be, you know, touching everything from signage to employee uniforms, um, the day-to-day at Sierra can be extremely different because at a small resort such as Sierra, you know, it's not like I have a nine-to-five. If we are slow on, you know, slow, it's a slow snow year, mm-hmm. I'll be bumping chairs with the lifty next to me. So, you know, that's what makes it unique, but it also what makes it fun and challenging. And one of the, it, honestly, I, we've talked a bit before the show for a second, but just something I'm extremely passionate about and love working at a resort that really values that in making sure that you see every facet of it, not just your role or not just the marketing portion, but you definitely grow an appreci- appreciation for uh, every front ri- frontline employee because they truly are who make our brand. Yeah, for sure. So what are, what are you guys trying to do? What are your goals maybe looking forward in the next five years? Yeah, this is this would be a great question. You know, if we if we were one of those veils or KSL, I have this sweet capital project answer for you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so uh, we we definitely do have a, a great game game plan though for the next five years. And you know, obviously, outside of revenue, is if, if you're doing anything in marketing, revenue is the bottom line. You want to make sure that you're making more money year over year. Um, but something that we're really focused on is that market share growth and growing that. Uh, getting into the the drive to destinations and making sure that they're aware of who we are, what we represent and um, what we can offer them where, you know, value and convenience is something we pride ourselves on um, and making sure that that message is driven home. So it grows our, our market share. Um, and then the retention and growth of the sport is something that our resort is extremely committed to. Uh, we work closely with companies such as Burton and their Learn to Ride programs to make sure that the sport continues to grow. Um, in the in that growth, we hope that they to grow the our retention to see, um, you know, season passes in, to continue to increase. Uh, all that, all the facets that come along with coming back, and we offer great products, whether it be um, a, a value season pass or three packs. Um, It gives people a great opportunity to make the sport a bit more affordable and break down some of those barriers to entry. But yeah, and you know, I think there is a ton of growth in the, the, in the industry itself and in the sport of skiing and snowboarding that that five years for us kind of, you know, we don't look to react. We want to kind of be ahead of where that's going. And um, so we kind of look to trends of the industry to see where where we'll be going and in the next five years we we truly believe that you're you're hearing a lot of doom and gloom in the snow sports world right now but uh we're very optimistic and our numbers show that the sports continue to grow um as long as you make it affordable and give them an opportunity to be introduced to the sport uh they'll continue to come back if you make it uh 
you know, something that they enjoy and have a mm-hmm. positive experience with. Well, I'm sure that that experience, or there's a lot of opportunity within that education um, to create an experience for your audience that that gets them wanting to come back. Like if I go out and try to teach myself to snowboard or ski for the first time, that might be a miserable experience and I never want to come back. But if I go and I, I take a couple lessons and it's because I have someone walking me through the process, that learning curve, and and I and I get good without a bunch of pain and about without without being too soaking wet and and miserably cold. Like if that experience is good, that that positive experience is going to get me coming back to the point where, shoot, now I'm good enough. I can I can sign up for that season pass and and rock on. Let's Sierra Tahoe is the guy is the resort that invested in me i'm i'm dedicated to sierra so is that kind of what that what your approach is to that education piece yeah absolutely so it's it's definitely that and you know you look across the marketing and the broad spectrum and there's a lot of brands that do that in a great way you know apple's obviously a huge product that it's easy to use it's intuitive and um, right. we, we want to be kind of synonymous with, uh, with that, you know, Hey, that's where I learned to ski and ride. That's, it has a special plate in my a place in my heart. Um, you look at, you know, we, I, you, I say this in pure genuine tone, but you know, there's some resorts I think that it, it, you're a number is where at Sierra, we, we truly care about who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, we care about the soul of the sport and, um, we're not just another amusement park, if you may, or we're in the business of uphill transportation, transportation, mm-hmm. but, uh, we want to provide you with a narrative, um, and then let you kind of build your own story off of that. So, and we want to be able to do that with our employees and your interactions with the guests. Um, and it, you know, sometimes that's the harder way to do it, you know, not throwing money at it, but really educating everyone from the frontline person to our, to our marketing and sales department on what we represent and why people should, should choose us over the other options up here. You know, Lake Tahoe is a very competitive market. There's seven major resorts. Um, those resorts are all basically, if you do over X amount of skier visits, you're considered one of those resorts. And, um, we're up there right outside of the squaw in heavenly and Vale resorts. So we, we take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, and we want to make sure that uh, we continue to grow that. And those are some big names, so it's kudos to you for guys for for being in that space. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's a good segue into our next question. What what kind of makes you guys different different than those squaws and the and the heavenly and the Kirkwoods of the Tahoe region? What what sets you guys apart and and kind of I mean, you've spoken to it a little bit um, in that you guys are trying to reach that day trip audience. Um, is that kind of really where you're targeted and focused, or is there other things that make you guys different? Yeah, we're we're different all around. That's for sure. So it, I always use this example, but if you tend to look at a piece of marketing collateral from any any ski resort around the lake. Uh, there tends to be a picture of a skier snowboarder doing an awesome powder turn with the lake in the background. Right. Um, it's extremely homogenous. And we're, we're, we try to break that up and just not be another resort up here. Um, we truly try to be something special and unique. And we do so by, you know, 
really going the extra effort. And in the marketing campaign, whether it be our current one, we try to just make you second guess your option of where you may or may not be going. The the data on amount of people who get in their car in San Francisco on a Friday night and don't know where they're skiing um, is pretty startling. We want to be very welcoming, very open, whether it be in our social media or our actual ads to a place where someone says, hey, that that one looks fun. It looks different. It looks unique um, without, you know, jumping off the deep into the deep end and going with some crazy campaign. We think that there's a real true sweet spot in that. And we feel like we are finding it with our guests. And it is it's having fun because that is what the sport is about. We want that to come across in our marketing efforts mm-hmm. in um, in every effort and every asset of our of our resort. So that's cool. Yeah. So can you share uh, maybe some examples or uh, some struggles and challenges you guys have experienced um, inherent with your industry or maybe inherent with the um, with being that smaller resort compared to some of those bigger names? What does that what does that kind of look like for you guys as far as challenges and, and struggles go? Yeah, we, you know, challenges and struggles, there's a lot, obviously finances being such a, such a large one, but we try, try our best not to let that hinder us. And, uh, we've kind of taken the, obviously I'm not the first group to do this, but look at Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs and really whether it be from ski lessons to why you would buy our season pass, really dive into this hierarchy of needs. And we've kind of developed our own Sierra Tahoe hierarchy of needs is where, you know, you have your functional benefits. Um, Your functional benefits are what every resort around the lake has. Everyone's got snow, chair lifts. Um, You know, we can compete there for sure. And then the emotional benefits that are kind of the next rung on that pyramid, or I guess that'd be a ladder, but the next step in that pyramid it, you know, is it's this wind in your hair, the smile on your face. It's, you know, same thing you can get at a lot of places. And where our focus is, is really focusing on that self-actualizing benefit, really making sure that we get the person into that phase of, of or excuse me, that part of the triangle, the tippy top saying, we want you to be a spokesperson for our resort once you leave there and we want you to keep coming back and a, you know a great example would be just in, in the product on the mountain whether it be from that guest interaction with uh, the person right when they get there to we are currently have launched a new campaign this this season and um, it's really just making people second guess having fun outside of uh, what they've come to expect um, and it's, it's so far, it's extremely successful. It's been a huge risk for us because we've gone away from the, um, you know, typical sales salesman pitch and here's our buy one, get one free messaging. We're really going for a messaging that is, uh, that's branded and gives people an opportunity to really connect with who we are as a mountain. Um, and so far it's been extremely successful for us. So do you guys have a, a, a specific voicing to that messaging or is that kind of developing as you take this new big risk? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, our new campaign is where it's called certified unserious. Um, so even the name there kind of makes you, makes you think, but it's a, it's, we, we've kind of looked at it as a badge, a, 
a designation that's not very easily won um, that we've given to ourselves. <laughs> so it's, it, we're, we're having fun with it. But, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for us to place this badge anywhere and take a really serious statement, which is uh, a great example for us. And one that we're using at the moment is we get over an we get an average of 400 inches of snow a year, which is which is incredible. Um, but we've really tried to add some unserious twist to it and look at what's trending, what people are talking about. And it seems like it, it's not just a fad, but, you know, everyone's GMO free and, and healthy. So we took these two statements and um, it, when you come to Sierra, you get 400 inches of GMO free, <laughs> uh, fully organic snow. And again, just something to make you double double do a double take and say wait what uh, you know as funny as fun um and we're kind of laying illustrations on top of uh a lot of our photos to make you do a double take as well so it, it's kind of following this style of mimicking the illustrations that is of a high school notebook um but making it fun having fun with the campaign and um yeah we have kind of sub characters that support it we have uh very mythical characters such as uh groomicorns is what we're calling them <laughs> and they're uh they're incredible animals that uh come out at, at night and groom the runs and then everyone who works at the resort is uh very they're a certified on serious snow mollier um so kind of <laughs> like a sommelier but uh, they're they're experts in snow yeah and then uh we're we're definitely very well known for our terrain parks so we wanted to pay homage and recognize those guys and so there are park gnomies and everyone can be a part of the park gnomie clan that's awesome um but yeah we're just having fun with it doing things that are different um and again a, a word i think i've mentioned a few times in this is is really just giving people the unexpected and mm -hmm. giving them something that when they get there, um, you know, we, we are the first to admit we don't have a Starbucks on the corner. Um, we're not going to charge you $19 for a burger, but we're going to give you a really good time. And, um, we're going to make sure that that is the number one priority. And when you get there that you, if you've never skied before, you're going to be standing or sliding on snow. Um, and if you don't want to ski, we want to give you the option to just play around and in, in, in the snow and you know, whether that's tubing or we even have snow play so you can have a snowball fight and still have fun outside in, in the Tahoe air. And if you do come, I'm proud to say that all of our visits come with free, fresh Tahoe air. So that's part right. of that certified and serious part. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Something that you hit on, a, uh, a little bit ago was that brand advocacy and I think that's that's so important. That's something that the biggest brands that we all know and love so well do do really well is that they they create an experience that their audience or their customer says, "Man, I I love this brand so much. I can't help but share it with my friends, my family, my my own whatever." And so yeah, um, I think that's something that's that's uh, especially there's some uniqueness to see here at Tahoe. To put my cards on the table, Sierra Tahoe is my home mountain, um, and I've always said, and my friends who also ski Sierra Tahoe with me have always said uh, that Sierra Tahoe has the best trees in Tahoe, and and that's the that's the case for some of my friends that have skied every single resort in Tahoe and have gone out to places like Colorado and and Canada and and skied some major major resorts that 
that might say they have the best, but when it comes push comes to shove, like Sierra Tahoe, they always would advocate on Sierra Tahoe's behalf is these guys have the best trees, they have the best this or that. Uh, and so you guys have done a really good job, even as a, a small resort with not necessarily huge funds um, in creating that brand advocacy um, that that your audience goes and they tell they tell their friends, hey, check out Sierra Tahoe. It's maybe small, but they're legit in this, this, and this area. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it, I was extremely, extremely blessed growing up. I had a great mom and dad, both from uh, different parts of the country, but I grew up in Colorado and they both kind of moved to Colorado to be a part of that outdoor scene and outdoor experience. And, you know, when skiing, when you look 20 years ago, it was such a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sierra Tahoe has always been this kind of second home for so many people, um, whether it be the Olympians or um, the community of South Lake Tahoe. And we truly feel and want to make that when you get to our resort, that it feels that way, that you're, you're kind of in an extension of home. Um, yeah. It's an opportunity for you to just feel like, man, I, I belong here. It's we have adopted there's in the ski and snowboard industry uh, an instagram account that has become extremely popular it's called jerry of the day and um for you know as a skier i think it's hilarious everyone gets (laughs) definitely a good laugh so if you have time check out jerry of the day but you know what the tough part is is that that is the, a large part of the industry and we you know we want to welcome those people we Jerry's welcome at Sierra Tahoe. Um, if you don't know how to put on your ski boots or don't know how to, um, you know, put your goggles on the right side up, welcome to Sierra Tahoe. You know, we're not going to point fingers. We're not going to make fun. Um, we want to give you the tip to make your day better on snow and make sure that you keep coming back. And I'm sure you have seen it, Zach, but when you're at Sierra, if it slides and can slide on snow, we, we welcome it on the mountain and, from snow bikes to snow skates. Uh, we just want people to be having fun outside in, in this incredible environment that's that's Tahoe. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So what are some of the, some, some of the things beyond what you've already shared um, that you guys are doing to create an experience for your audience, for your customer that, that keeps them coming back? You've kind of spoke to that education, that uh, unseriousness, welcoming all – um, people, regardless of their their skill level, um, which is something that I've definitely seen you guys do a really good job at. Um, but yeah. what are some other tangible things um, that people might be able to pull from? Without you know, without pointing fingers or getting super deep into it, again, the sport has a, a number of barriers to entry, and especially for our generation, mm-hmm. um, the discretionary income is such a thing that is so valuable to people today. So we want to make sure that we're, when they spend it with us, that they're feels if they're getting the right value and the right experience, um, and, and just an opportunity to get into the sport. So, you know, I could sit here for a few 30 minutes and list off all our deals, but one that really sticks out is we do things like uh, buddy passes with our season pass meaning we give you a extremely discounted lift ticket um, for you to share with a friend um, and bring them up so they can get a get a taste of Sierra. 
Um, we also do, we have fought tooth and nail to keep this around, but we have a $49 learn to ski and ride package, which oh, is, wow. uh, it's a two and a half hour lesson, um, rentals and a lift ticket for $49. So it's, it's truly, you know, there's a few other resorts doing things like it, but in, in the environment and who we're surrounded by, it's unheard of. So those are all things that we're doing because we truly believe that if they have a good $49 experience, that they're going to come back and they're going to keep in, enjoying their time on snow. And as I mentioned at the first part of the, the interview, you know, we are comfortable with who we are. And we realize sometimes these people are going to go on and they want the high speed quads and then more terrain. Um, but when they think about where they learned to ski and ride, they'll always remember that it was Sierra. And, um, we always see those people come back at some point. That's awesome. Um, how are you guys implementing storytelling into your marketing efforts? And you, you mentioned that you're doing some, some different ads and things, but are you, um, are, what kind of, what kind of tools and mediums are you guys using to get that, that storytelling to tell this narrative that, that you're, you're for the guy that maybe necessarily doesn't know what he's doing. And you're, you're for the, the local, um, the local audience or consumer that that's just down the hill or, um, you, you know, what kind of, what kind of storytelling elements are you guys using to, to get that message out there? Yeah. You know, I think that in storytelling such a huge part of, of any brand these days. And, uh, we can, have definitely kind of shifted gears if, and gone more the way of digital media uh, as opposed to traditional PR stories and PR ways. You know, we definitely still value all those avenues, um, but social media is a big one for us. And in terms of, of telling the narrative, you know, we're looking to our actual guests to help us tell that narrative. We're looking for, um, you know, the opportunity to use our frontline employees because they are so much of the brand. They are the the core enthusiast of skiing and riding. Um, if they if you work at a ski resort, that's what you want to do. And we're excited this year. We're doing a, a series on some of those frontline employees and what they represent and why they call Sierra home. And, um, you know, I think so many of them in our preliminary discussions have just said, it is a family. It's a, it's this weird kind of tribe that you get grossly engulfed in <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and can't leave, you know? So it's something where we're excited to go out and tell their story to help them kind of tell ours. Um, but again, it's, we want to, I mentioned it earlier and something we've talked a lot about is we want to give them an opportunity, provide them again with the baseline of the story and then let them take it from there and, and make their own um, and make sure that they're having uh, fun along the way because that's what it's all about. Well, and kind of giving your, your staff and your employees ownership of that story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, you know, they, people tell us what our brand is. We're not out there to tell them who we, what, who we think we are. Oh, interesting. Um, we're very, we strongly believe that we listen to what they say our brand is. And so we kind of regurgitate it back towards them instead of the opposite. We're not going to try and be someone that we aren't. Um, and we want to make sure that when people come there, that they, they know that. So, and is that, 
Because that's an interesting approach. Has that been something you guys have have tried to do ever since you're starting three or four years ago there? Or has that been just a kind of core core to Sierra Tahoe ever since the beginning? Yeah, it's been very core to Sierra Tahoe since the beginning. Vern Sprock, speaking back to him, kind of had this uh, mentality of I'm going to do what I want and do what our guests needs, you know? Um it's about them and I'm going to listen to what they say and I'll, I'll do it in, in kind of react that way. And our current GM, who's an absolutely incredible guy, John Rice, um, he's just so community focused, community oriented, um, and, and so customer driven. It's, it's very rare. I'll walk in on, you know, any given Wednesday and it's very rare that he's not doing this, but he still reads every customer care card. Um, so wow. if you're ever at Sierra and write a customer care card, he reads it. Um, and that's, you know, that's not a marketing BS thing. It's, he's just truly cares so much about the resort just as, as so many employees do like myself. And we just want to make sure that people have a genuine experience that they'll never forget. And, uh, we have to listen to what they're saying in order to give them what they want. So then as he, is that something you guys are then putting out into your social media storytelling, like as he reads those questions or concerns, maybe answering those on social media, like live or, or semi live so that people can see, Hey, he responded to my question or my concern. Yeah, we directly respond. You know, yesterday we can use a very prominent example is yesterday. And I mean, it snowed 24 inches and everyone was chomping at the bit in, um, we, we dedicate someone in the marketing department to answering every question on social media um, right then and there. Because, you know, the questions are, are very time sensitive. They're, right. hey, when is this terrain opening? I want to know. And we give them a very blunt and honest feedback. You know, we put up a post yesterday that some might see as, as harsh and it went across all our channels. But, you know, it, it was it. It was about closures, and if it's closed, stay out. They're they're closed for a reason, and you know some people might not say stuff like that. Is where we just want to be completely transparent in our messaging, mm-hmm. um, and come across again as just very genuine. We we're not in a race to open the most terrain or open first. We're in a race to make sure that we do so safely, and um, that it, when we do open, our guests can be psyched with the product that we've provided them. Yeah. All coming back to that great experience. Mm-hmm, totally. So, very cool. So, how are you guys keeping your customers and audience engaged and excited about Sierra on a day to day basis? I mean, you touched on this with social media and a little bit, but um, maybe some tangible examples beyond what we've already talked about. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, you know, Seth Godin does such a great job of explaining this. I feel like in is just that we, it is, it's going the extra mile. And that's something that, whether it be from our marketing campaign and trying to get people thinking outside the box and making them double, you know, do the double take kind of tongue in cheek messaging and having a good laugh to um, just giving them an experience once they're at the mountain and that is truly flawless and something that they'll never forget and that they'll keep them coming back. But you know, in any business, whether it be ski resorts um, or, you know, any type of entertainment, it is that extra effort in making people feel as if they have ownership of what they've just been a part of um, that makes it 
hard. And but once you feel that, it's truly special, and it it'll make the person come back. It's uh, it's something that keeps them engaged. You know, beyond the just hey, we're responding to your social media and um, marketing requests, we are trying to get in front of it before it's come to us. Um, and make sure that they feel that value and feel the the worth. And uh, yeah, it's something where again, it's I. If you, if anyone out there has the the right answer, let us know to the exact thing to make it happen. But we're just working our tails off and making sure that um, people are enjoying it. So that's awesome. Well, Steve, this has been awesome. I think that this is going to add a ton of value to our listeners. But um, before we get off the line, how? Uh, how can our listeners, if they have questions uh, or want to follow up with you and, and follow along with the Sierra Tahoe journey, how can people get a hold of you or, or follow along with Sierra Tahoe? Yeah, well, uh, you can follow Sierra Tahoe. It's Sierra underscore at underscore Tahoe on uh, Instagram. And you can kind of see some of our fun storytelling there on Facebook and facebook.com backslash Sierra Tahoe. Uh, or you can and you can follow myself. Um, it's Steve Hemp on Twitter and Instagram. And um, if you have any questions for me personally, or would just like to get in touch, uh, I'll give Zach my email, and maybe you can throw that up somewhere on a link. But would be happy to respond to anything else. But yeah, it's you know, I skiing and snowboarding is an incredible experience. If you've never had the opportunity, uh, it is truly unlike anything else. Being out there with nature and just it's a very uh, you feel very connected to what's around you and the snow underneath your feet and it's not only that but it's a great time and we guarantee that you'll have a smile on your face um, and we also guarantee the best views of Tahoe Tessie so come to Sierra Tahoe you will have an absolute best blast awesome well thank you Steve I so appreciate you being on the show and uh, we wish you guys the best and uh, we'll we'll talk soon Sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Active Lifestyle Marketer. If you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you rate and or review us on the iTunes store. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a story to share with other Active Lifestyle brand leaders or know someone who would be a great guest on the Active Lifestyle Marketer, let us know. We love connecting with Active Lifestyle brand executives and sharing their insights and knowledge with our audience. Just send us an email at info at tigercreative.com. And lastly, if you need help telling your brand story, we would love to share how we could help in that process. Check us out at tigercreative.com. See you next time.